Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Bob Stoffer out in Vermilion celebrating oil country. Uh, the co-sponsor of this event is Lakeland College here in Vermilion. Special thanks to them. We've had a busy show. We have had... Uh, Jeff Wawitka, who played in the NHL, close to 300 NHL games, out of Vermillion. Uh, we have heard from uh, Brandon Baddock's dad, Brett Baddock, Kevin Lowell, Ladislav Schmid, Elliot Friedman, John Shannon, still to come, A.J. Jakobic, and... Reed Wilkins. Royal Pizza, Pizza Past, and so much more. Get their new Canadian Club sandwich with chicken, ham, bacon, ranch, lettuce, and tomato. Visit royalpizza.ca. As we welcome back to the show a guy that uh, spent some time uh, in and around the Ottawa Senators broadcast over the last several years. He does a play-by-play of the Ottawa Red Blacks. He formerly was a play-by-play voice of the Edmonton Oil Kings. He's our friend in Ottawa that we really like. And we don't say that a lot about people from Ottawa. We welcome back A.J. Jackman. How you doing, A.J.? Bob, it's been uh, an interesting day, an interesting couple of weeks uh, in Sandland. Yes, so let's get to it. So, as you know, I mean, we probably had Pierre Dorian on this show over the last, I don't know, eight to ten years, at least 15 times. He is no longer the general manager of the Senators. What happened? Well, I I think a lot of different things happened, and... When you look at just the whole of it, number one, they haven't made the playoffs in six years, so there's that. If you make the playoffs on a consistent basis, you can overlook different things, but they haven't made the playoffs in six years. Uh, I know that he's done a lot of good things here. You'll look at the fact that uh, he's built what I think is one of the better young cores in the National Hockey League, and not only has he done that, he's got uh, the majority of them locked up uh, to pretty team-friendly contracts when you look at Brady Kachuk and uh, Jake Sanderson, who's been the best defenseman for Ottawa by a mile this year, and Tim Stutzla in particular, but some pretty good supporting players as well. So that's a good thing. But, you know, they've traded away three first-round picks since 2018, and now this is a fourth uh, with a blunder on Evgeny Dadnov and uh, a trade to the Vegas Golden Knights, whether it was intentional or not the bottom line it's going to cost this franchise a first round pick and i think just things had piled up i know he had a very difficult and demanding boss in eugene melnick 
to work for, and this had been an organization that had dealt with a lot of chaos off the ice over the last few years. But even after Eugene Melnick had passed, the chaos seemed to stay. And you look at Pierre Maguire, Peter McTavish, Troy Mann, Trent Mann, and they just continue to add up all these departures of people that left in murky or strange circumstances. Uh, it certainly seemed like Daniel Alfredson wasn't going to work directly for Pierre Dorian as long as he was in the organization, so there was that. Uh, then you add, and you know, to quote uh, the owner, Michael Anlauer, he's been talking about this since day, since day one, the uh, cap pickle that they've been in regarding Shane Pinto, and this to me felt like the last straw having to give up a a first round pick so it just felt like there was time for a change I truly believe a change would have happened even if this Dadanov situation uh, wasn't there but uh, that that seemed to be the last uh, nail in his coffin when it came to this role as GM so the penalty that the league has uh, placed on the Ottawa Senators it's a first rounder in one of the next three NHL drafts yeah, either 2024, 2025, 2026, and they can make that decision uh, within 24 hours of the draft lottery uh, after it's consummated. So, But I think you know what was most notable for me today from the press conference involving Michael Anlauer and Steve Stales was uh, Anlauer wasn't afraid to take a run at the league. He didn't like the fact yeah. that he wasn't aware of this situation and the Shane Pinto situation uh, until he took over the team. And I I think the lack of transparency from the National Hockey League to me is is troubling in that matter. Um, We'll see. I mean, we saw with Lou, and I know Lou, you know, a lot of people say Lou runs the league or all that type of stuff. I mean, they thought they were going to lose a first-round pick when it came to the Ilya Kovalchuk saga, and in the end, they didn't end up losing one. So, who knows when it comes to the NHL and their lack of transparency, but uh, I do think he won a lot of favors here today. Probably didn't win too many in New York, but with the fan base, just for sticking up for himself, the organization, and the fans, uh, and, and calling out the NHL, and I don't think he was wrong on any of it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. From TSN 1200 in Ottawa, Edmonton area product, A.J. Jakubek joining us right now. Uh, A.J., Sean Simpson's been putting uh, some things out on Twitter. He's still uh, on your guys' station, is that right? No, he is. Uh, he's starting a podcast here uh, shortly, okay. but he is not uh, on TSN 1200. Now, he has been talking a lot about what maybe transpired between McGuire and Dorian. 
And today he mentioned Pete Shirelli. Uh, as we've mentioned to people before, Peter Shirelli hails from Ottawa. He's got a lot of family there. Um, there was an inference today that Shirelli may be, quote-unquote, to uh, he may be the cephalus of uh, the Republic for the Ottawa Senators, the senior head. Is that a possibility that they'd bring in? I mean, he's currently sort of in a senior executive role in hockey ops for the St. Louis Blues. It's a great question. I'll address the first part first, and that, and that goes back to what I was talking about uh, in terms. We, we all heard that. And it's just something that was lingering behind the scenes. Now, Pierre Maguire was brought in by Eugene Melnick, so I can understand if they didn't get along. And I can understand if if there were sniping uh, at one another in, in, in various settings. But again, the most troubling thing for me is not, okay, they moved on from Maguire, so be it. But the same thing happened, not so much with Peter McTavish, but he left. He was an assistant GM and he left. And it's not like he became an assistant GM or a GM somewhere else. So you say, okay, that's a little strange. And then certainly the circumstances uh, surrounding uh, the departures of both both Troy and Trent Mann. Um, You you talk to players in this organization that played for Troy in the American Hockey League, and they say it's a big part of their development. And, And Trent is responsible for finding a lot of the good young players in terms of the drafting. That, that they had done here. So it, it just added up. And when Pierre Dorian was the common denominator for all these different beasts, I, I think that's where you started to look beyond just one relationship that was fractured between himself and Pierre Maguire. On Peter Shirelli, I mean, it's a name that's come up for sure. The name that I've heard for a while, and he used to play for the Hamilton Bulldogs, and from what I understand, is a pretty good relationship. Uh, with Michael Andlauer as well. It's the assistant general manager of the Tampa Bay Lightning, Matthew Darsh. So uh, we'll wait and see. I mean, so I haven't really heard too many names beyond Shirelli and Darsh, but uh, certainly uh, two people with a lot of different experience. I mean, obviously, Shirelli as a general manager, Darsh, Darsh more cutting his teeth in the National Hockey League, but with a great reputation and certainly with a great organization as the uh, assistant GM under Julian Bruzbaugh uh, with the Lightning. Great stuff. Uh, so what happens next in Ottawa? Oh, my God. Uh, I mean, Never a dull moment. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I can't even imagine. Right? Michael Hanlauer's not even been on the job for six weeks, and he gets those two phone calls uh, over the course of uh, ten days between the Shane Pinto gambling situation and then uh, this as well. So, again, uh I, I just think too much chaos, and uh, I like Pierre. He's always been good to me, but certainly time for a change and uh, a fresh outlook here in Ottawa. Final one for you. Did you watch the Heritage Classic? Yeah, enjoyed it. Um, certainly, uh, I wasn't there for the Heritage Classic. I just moved to Ottawa in 2003, but always cool. Just uh, as someone who grew up going to so many games in Edmonton Oilers and, you know, back when they were the Eskimos at Commonwealth Stadium. Uh, just pretty cool to see that type of environment there. And uh, the fan support is what it is uh, with over 55,000 plus. And, and from an Edmonton standpoint, um, great to see McDavid back and, and just the, the team looking like what I expected them to look like at the start of the season. So we'll see if that can uh, spur on a few wins here for uh, the Oil. 
Great stuff. Uh, thanks a lot for joining us, AJ. All right. Always a pleasure, Bob. Take care. You bet. Uh, hey, just before uh, we, uh, let's see, we late at around, just before we went to the interview of Vladislav Schmid as we wrapped up John Shannon, I asked you uh, which player for the Buffalo Sabres tonight, he's an Edmonton area product, scored his first NHL goal, previously played for Guy Godowski at Penn State. The correct answer was Brandon Byro, and he attended Oilers Development Camp. I remember because this that was the uh, night I drove uh, Brendan Ulrich. Back then, Oilers now for 14 years was on noon to 2, and we got off the air at 2 o'clock, and Brendan hopped in the vehicle with me, and we drove to Jasper and made it 6 o'clock at time to uh, watch the Oilers, and then we uh, went for a little bite to eat at uh, the Earls and Jasper after the game and made it back into Edmonton at about uh, 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning. Uh, so, and Brandon Byro was at the Oilers development camp in 2016 in Jasper. When that occurred, he scored his first NHL goal tonight. I think there's some people out there maybe surprised that Brandon has made his way to the NHL. Full credit for him. He willed his way to the National Hockey League. Brendan Escott, Reed Wilkins. When we come back, we are live in Vermilion, Alberta. It's 645 in Edmonton. And oil country, you're listening to Oilers now. Welcome back, everybody. It's 648 in Edmonton. Bob Stauffer with you in Vermilion, Alberta. Back in the 630 Chad Studios, we have Reed Wilkins. He's got inside sports coming up tonight. And Brendan Escott. Reed, how are you doing? Doing well, Bob. How's Vermilion, man? Uh, it is packed in the Boston Pizza, I can tell you that. We got people coming over every 30 seconds. They did a real good job. They got behind this thing, and uh, I just want to point out again that uh, Sean Elford helping us out, uh, engineering this for us. Uh, but, oh, no, it's been a good day here. You heard from Kevin Lowe. You heard from Ladislav Schmid, and it's a lot of passion and oil. And, Reed, this, this is, was this like a home game for you when you worked in Lloydminster? Uh, we covered a few things in Vermilion. The junior B team was the Tigers. Uh, we covered a little high school football but one of the most uh, memorable days for me was uh, going out to get reaction in the town when uh, Becky Scott won an Olympic medal that later turned into a gold uh, after after so it took a couple of years but uh, after some Eastern Europeans cheated breed yeah, is that what you're gonna say yeah I can't remember their nationalities but uh, yeah I mean, oh, they're probably won Eastern Olympic European. medal but the the gold she got later it's too bad she couldn't get it at the time but she was I mean she's arguably the, the biggest athlete out of that area I mean we used to call it the Midwest surrounding Lloyd Minster so uh, yeah vermilion was I always loved going to Vermilion. it's a great town they had a great sports scene and and, and becky was a huge name while i was working there and jeff right. Wichita was drafted jeff Wichita was drafted while i was working there and i met jeff the day after the draft to interview him in vermilion and you know we didn't have any b-roll of him playing hockey so I said, well, we'll walk around, and I said, let's go in the arena, and we can get shots of you in the dressing room. You used to do, go in and all that stuff. Now, this is June, whatever it was. So there's a shot of me and him walking up to the arena and trying the door, and, of course, it was locked. So <laughs> we, we didn't get our B-roll from inside the arena. There you go. 
You have to be creative and tell a story another way, Reed. Something that you can do. All right, just before we get to what you got coming up tonight between 7 and 8, let's go to this day in Oilers history for New West Travel. You can join the three-night Montreal road trip with a private suite, the Oilers and the Habs. Reach out to newwesttravel.com. Back with 630 Jet Studios. Brendan Escott. Brendan, what do you got? The Oilers franchise is founded on this day in 1971 by Wild Bill Hunter and Dr. Charles Allard as one of 12 founding franchises in the World Hockey Association. They were named the Alberta Oilers after the proposed team in Calgary wound up in Cleveland and they commenced play in 1972. Charles Allard, of course, uh, started ITV uh, and later uh, the Allard family, led by people like Harold Rusin and uh, Kathy Rusin, uh, Dr. Allard's daughter, the first, uh, I believe, if I recall correctly, the first woman to graduate as an MBA at the University of Alberta, uh, Kathy Rusin, uh, they were later in charge of WIC, which was Western International Communications throughout most of the late 80s and into the 90s. In fact, they wrestled control of WIC from the Griffiths family that owned the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, Dr. Charles Allard, is, there's actually a book written about him. I, I've got it at my house. I've read through it. Real interesting. Uh, he used to be the heart surgeon at the uh, uh, General Hospital in, uh, in Edmonton. Bill Hunter has a book written about him as well, and he was one of the greatest barnstormers of all time, and the orders are not here without Bill Hunter and Charles Ellard. That goes just like they're not here without Peter Pocklington and just like they're not here uh, without Cal Nichols and the Edmonton Investors Group, just like we don't have Rogers Place without Daryl Cates. They're all significant contributors. Reed, what do you got coming up uh, tonight on Inside Sports? Well, I won't have anything as brilliant as the six degrees of Stoffer that you just pulled off because only you can do that. That was an incredible... Uh, history lesson slash stream of consciousness slash just really good radio so thank you for that uh luke gazik is on the show tonight we'll talk heritage classic uh we'll talk uh where the orders go from here we'll talk uh uh he's got a story about a taylor hall halloween costume that uh, lives in infamy with members of the new jersey devils and you'll hear from woody from gagne from ekholm all after practice today my friend all right, well, tomorrow is a game day. Uh, Reed, what time does the face-off show start tomorrow? It's a 5.30 face-off show, and the game is at 7 against Dallas, who trail Calgary 1-0 early. Oilers now will emanate live from Rogers Place at 4.05. Guests on tomorrow's show will include Ron McLean uh, from NHL Hockey and Rogers for Century Casino Edmonton, Louis DeBrusque for GCL Diesel from Sportsnet, and uh, we will have Jim Neal, the general manager of the Dallas Stars, on tomorrow's edition of Oilers Now as well. Reed Wilkins again has Inside Sports. Following a global news weather traffic update with James Dunn, I want to thank Sean Elford and everybody here in Vermilion for making us feel warm and welcome. Great event. Lots of people, probably about 100 to 125 of the Boston Pizza and a beautiful fall day to drive in the province of Alberta. Back at you tomorrow at 4 o'clock. So long from now, from Oilers Now.